welcome to the CC Broadcast, part of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministries. This week we'll be hearing from Pastor Tim Butker, our associate radio preacher, and his message, The Epiphany of God's Presence. We are so glad to have you with us today as we turn our hearts towards the Lord in worship and praise and open up our hearts to the teaching of His Word. We continue looking today at epiphanies or revelations or manifestations of deep truths that God wanted us to know that He's given us in His Word. And we look again today at another life-changing epiphany. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, thank you for this opportunity to look into your Word freely to listen for the work, the message of your Spirit to each one of us individually. Give us ears to hear, hearts to believe, even eyes to see what you want us to see. Thank you for the great gift of your Son, Jesus, that has opened up the doorway for us to come before you purely and freely before your throne. Thank you for this. It is in the matchless, powerful, mighty name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. executive director of the CC Radio and Internet Ministry. We're coming up on a new year. That means people have New Year's resolutions. And some of those resolutions, I got to believe, are going to be for people to get into the Bible a little bit more than they have in the past. Whether you're a Christian who wants to deepen your faith or a non-Christian who just wants to explore what the Bible has to say, I think we've got the perfect thing for you. You can join me each day on the CC Podcast Daily Dose Devotions. If you search Apple or Google or any place where you listen to podcasts, you can find that podcast, subscribe to it, and what you'll get is a series of daily devotions where we're doing a Bible overview. We started way back on May 1st, 2020 in the book of Genesis. You could go all the way back there and start at the beginning. 
More recently, three or four months ago, we started at the beginning of the book of Matthew, the first book of the New Testament. You could go back and start in the New Testament with us, or you could just jump in today. You can find all this content on our website, ccpodcast.com, or you can download our app from the Google Play Store or the App Store by searching Christian Crusaders, or you can find us, like I said, on any of the podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, Google, by searching the CC Podcast Daily Dose Devotions. Whatever you choose to do, even if you choose to get in the Word through some other means, we'd encourage you to do that this year, and if we can be any help, that's what we want to be. We hope you have a wonderful 2022, and may God richly bless you. In Exodus chapter 33, we have an interaction between God and Moses, and God is encouraging Moses to take the people up to the promised land that he told them he would give them. But God has told Moses that he would not go before him. He would send an angel before him. But God was frustrated with the pride and the stiff-necked, hard-hearted behavior of the Israelites. And so he was not going to go with them. In Exodus 33, then starting in verse 14, Moses replies to God and says, If your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here. How will anyone know that you are pleased with me and with your people unless you go with us? What else will distinguish me and your people from all the other people on the face of the earth? And the Lord said to Moses, I will do the very thing you have asked, because I am pleased with you, and I know you by name. In verse 14, the Lord said to Moses then, My presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. Spirit of the living God, Fresh on me, Spirit of the Living God, fall afresh on me. When my brother and I were younger, we shared a room, a bedroom in the basement of our farmhouse here in Iowa. And I can still remember those mornings waking up there when it was still pitch dark outside and my father had gone out to do the chores and we had chores that we were commissioned to be a part of in the morning and we would lay in bed after dad went out and you knew there was a time when he would come back into the house and it was time for us to go out. And I can still sense that sound of that door opening when dad came back into the mudroom and his presence was made known and he would open that door and yell down the steps to us boys it's time to get up it's time 
for chores. You know, the presence of someone makes a difference, and you can sometimes feel it. The presence of someone in a room is is shaping of the room to the tone of things, the atmosphere of things. A presence is a state or fact of someone or something existing, occurring, being present in a place or in a time. And a presence doesn't have to be seen to be felt. It can be unseen but still felt. You know, we're looking at epiphanies in the scripture, revelations, manifestations made known to us by God himself through the work of his spirit and the penning of the Bible. And as we look at these epiphanies, we hope that you're encouraged and that you meditate on these and let them change your lives. I want to look today at the epiphany of God's presence, Emmanuel. Of course, at Christmas that we just came through, we're celebrating the fact that God came to us in the form of a child. Emmanuel, God with us, the the Savior born of a virgin, born into the world. But the, the epiphany of God's presence is broader than the time of the coming of Christ. There's much more to the presence of God in our world than just that period in history when Jesus was with us. These life-changing truths revealed to us in the scripture about the presence of God are encouraging. I want to highlight two of them today. Number one is God has promised to be present with his people in the form of his spirit. Make himself known to us through his spirit. The spirit of God's presence is uniquely traced throughout history in the Bible. We see in the very beginning, Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 and 2, God created right there in the beginning the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and empty, and darkness was over the surface of the deep. It's a time before form had been brought, and before God had brought the created world, the physical world, into existence. And the scripture says, the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. There was a presence, a hovering of the Spirit of God before creation was formed and shaped and brought into existence. We know from the scriptures, God the Father and God the Son and God the Spirit, the three in one, miraculous three were there. And and when they spoke, the world came to shape and form and into existence. The presence of God was there by his Spirit in the beginning. And then as we read throughout history, The Spirit of God did its work in the world sporadically for many, many years. Sporadically, the Spirit of God came in power primarily upon Israel's leaders in Old Testament times. You can read many examples of the Holy Spirit coming upon individuals, helping them prophesy something that God wanted known, or giving them inspiration and direction and leadership. But the Spirit would come and go in those times upon people. One example would be in Judges chapter 3, verses 9 and 10, when God's people were crying out to him for help and restoration. And the scripture says, He raised up for them a deliverer, Othniel, son of Canaz, Caleb's younger brother, who saved them. The Spirit of the Lord came on him so that he became Israel's judge and went to war. This is one example of many, but the Holy Spirit came and went and touched God's people and did restoring work. You can even read about the Holy Spirit, you know, the presence of God causing a donkey to speak at one point in the Old Testament. So the Spirit of God hovered there over the surface 
in the very beginning, the Spirit of God visited individuals and did some grace work and inspiration work and correction work all throughout Old Testament times. But in these New Testament times, the times that we're living in today, the Spirit of God has become a promised indwelling resident in the heart of every true believer. You know, this is this is an epiphany. This is a revelation. This is, this is what I believe is one of the greatest times in history to be living because of this reality, because of this truth. You know, when Jesus was here in John chapter 14, he said, I will ask the Father before he left. I'll ask the Father and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. The spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him or knows him, but you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. This was before the Holy Spirit came in power upon the believers. But Jesus was saying this. He said, he lives with you now, but he will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you as he adopts us and gives us rebirth by the power of his spirit into his family. We become sons and daughters of the most high God. In Luke 24, Jesus said this, I'm going to send you what my Father has promised, but stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. Jesus was speaking about a a coming presence of God in a new way. A presence that could never be taken away. A presence that wouldn't come and go, but a, a presence that would be with us forever. In John chapter 16, we have recorded for us these words of Jesus. Very truly, I tell you, it is for your good that I'm going away. Jesus in the flesh said, it's good that I'm going away. He's going back to heaven because he said, unless I go away, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And of course, then we know the disciples went to Jerusalem and they gathered together and they prayed in unison for numerous days and then what was like tongues of fire came upon them and the Holy Spirit came within them. And from that point forward, the promised Holy Spirit has been present with every individual believer in God's family and will never leave us. The scripture says this in Ephesians chapter 1, starting in verse 13, when you believe You are marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit. When you believe, you are marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until that full redemption of those who are God's possession. And this is all to the praise of his glory. It is so loving for Jesus to come among us and offer himself as a sacrifice for our sins. But then it's even loving of him to ascend back to heaven so that he could send his spirit to be with us. And this work of God's spirit is is powerful in our lives, can be powerful in our lives. The presence of God's spirit would now allow in this time in history God's people, just a few things the scripture reveals to us, his people to do greater works than him. Because now his spirit is present in believers all over the world. He's not constrained by a physical body, but he's pouring out his spirit on people. 
This is the spirit of truth that could help open people's eyes to what is true, to the revelations, the manifestations, the, the epiphanies of God's word, to, to see what is really true, what is real, what is the revelation of God. The spirit can empower us to do greater works than Jesus, to see the truth, to enjoy what we would call a koinonia, a fellowship of the spirit, an intimacy with God and an intimacy with one another. And it would allow us to receive personal correction for our own lives, personal instruction for our own lives, personal training and living life to the full that God has for each of us. The, the presence of God's Spirit is now with us. We're living in those days where the prophet Joel said in those days, I'll pour out my Spirit on all people. This is the presence of God with us now. A question for you today. Are you aware of this obvious presence of God in your life? Have you given your life to Christ and confessed your sin and invited Jesus to come in and forgive you for your sinfulness before God? And if you've done this and then you believe upon the Lord Jesus, then his spirit lives within you. Are you aware of this obvious presence of God in your life? Are you working at cultivating an awareness of this presence. How might this change you if you knew more of his presence in your life? God has promised to be with his people in the form of his spirit and never leave us and never forsake us. And his presence is to be a continually life-changing and inspiring force in our lives. We have to learn to see him, Oliver Price says. We have to learn to see Christ's invisible presence with the eye of faith. But it can be done. We can come to sense his presence in our lives. We can come to feel his life-changing presence. Are you willing today to welcome the Spirit of God's presence in your life? Are you open to him? Or are you grieving him and resisting him or quenching him and working to put out the Spirit's inspiration or fire in your life? God is with you. If you have come to believe on him, he resides within you. The very presence of God is at hand. Are you willing to welcome him in his presence into your life? Are you willing to let him take charge of you in your life today? Are you willing to let him change you? I was with a fellow preacher this past weekend, and I got to sit with him after and talked with him a little bit about his beliefs and his faith and his philosophy of ministry. And as we were talking, he said his philosophy is built on the obvious presence and the effective leadership of Christ. Is your faith built on the obvious presence of Christ and his desire to actively lead you? These questions were questions that he asked me. Are you willing to welcome the Spirit's presence in your life? Are you willing to let him take charge of your life? Are you willing to let him change you? And then are you willing to let him bring you into harmony with his will for your life here in the world? You know, the presence of God can be the most precious thing we know. In the end, the presence of God changes everything for us. 
the fruits that come into our lives are love and joy and peace. And there's a fullness to be filled with the power and the work of God in our lives. This is why when God said to Moses in the Old Testament, he said, I want you to go into the promised land. It's time to go. And he said, I'm going to send an angel before you, but I'm not going to go with you. And, and God was frustrated with the Israelite people at this time because they had rebelled against him and built a golden calf. And they were idolatrous and straying from the Lord and not acknowledging that his presence had been with them. And, and God was frustrated, so frustrated. He said, I'm not going to go with you, but I'll send an angel ahead of you before you before you to lead you into the promised land. But Moses said this to God. He said, if your presence does not go with us, Exodus 33, starting in 14 through 17, he says, if your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here. How will anyone know that you are pleased with me and with your people unless you go with us? What else will distinguish me and your people from all the peoples of the face of the earth? And the Lord said to Moses, I will do the very thing you have asked because I am pleased with you and I know you by name. God is merciful and kind and he's forgiving and graceful. And the Lord then said to Moses, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Friends, what distinguishes a person in the world as a child of the Most High God? One of the distinguishing factors is the very witness of the Spirit is within them. Are you open to let the Spirit work in your life throughout this year, 2022? Are you open to His presence, to His leadership, to His correction, to His instruction, to His training, to causing you and your heart to come into congruence with His will? The very presence of God is with us today by His Spirit. If you've never opened your heart, to Jesus Christ. Today would be a great day to do it. Open your heart to Christ, invite him in, and you will receive the presence, the powerful presence of his spirit working in your life from that day forward. Let's pray together. Father, thank you for teaching us what to believe and how to live in your word. As we look today at the promised presence of your spirit with us, help us be open to your work in our lives. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Holy Spirit, guide my vision. Help me see the way you see. Always Jesus, ever Jesus Christ, and all is Christ in me. Guide my speaking words of grace and truth abound. Let my lips be filled with stories of the mercy that I found. You're the light. You're my path. You're the shadow. Let your voice be clear.
Executive Director of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Thanks for tuning in to today's broadcast. Please give us your feedback by emailing info at christiancrusaders.org or calling our office at 319-277-0924. Our primary goal is to proclaim Jesus Christ as Redeemer of the world and to promote the truth of God's Word. In addition to this weekly broadcast, we want to mention a couple podcasts which you can listen to for free on our website, christiancrusaders.org, or on our mobile app, the Christian Crusaders app, which can be downloaded from the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store. 
The first podcast is a Bible overview devotion called the CC Podcast Daily Dose Devotions. The second podcast features inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. It's called the CC Podcast Conversations. In fact, we have an interview with today's preacher, Tim Butker, and his son, Ike, about Ike's journey to the National Football League. There's also an interview with world-renowned Christian singer and songwriter, Michael W. Smith. Check out this clip from my conversation with him. God opposes the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. That's one, that's, and you don't like God to humble you, and I've been there. It's not fun. I'd rather do it myself, you know. But I think it's who you walk with. Who is your, who are you walking with? Who's your tribe? Who's your Bible study? Who's your church? Um, and you just have that accountability that, um, that if you start to sort of wander off, you've got, like, like for example, I, th- I think if I just decided I wanted to be a rock star and I got all ego maniac guy, my prayer group would come up and knock me up the side of the head, you know. They'd come up, dude, what, snap out of it. Again, you can listen to that entire interview and several others, as well as our daily Bible overview devotion and this broadcast, along with broadcasts from former preachers dating back more than a decade, on our website, christiancrusaders.org, or on our free mobile app. Today you've been listening to the CC Broadcast, a transmission of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministries. We're one of America's longest-running ministries on the air since 1936. Our ministry is completely donor-funded, and donations are tax-deductible. We are grateful for any donations which can be sent to 7401 University Avenue, Cedar Falls, Iowa, 50613, or made online at christiancrusaders.org. Thank you for tuning in to the CC Broadcast. We'll be here again next week at the same time. And until then, may God richly bless you.